This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Finally, we got through that. Yeah. Yes. What you been up to? Not not a whole lot, to be honest. Great. Great. I, I, I recorded a thing. You did record a thing. Mm. Yes. Uh, but we'll keep that under wraps. Mm. Um, but, but apart from that... I watched another Bond film, Goldfinger. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Yes. Um, good. <laughs> Goldfinger is the man. Oh, I think I peaked then. <laughs> I peaked too early. Okay. Um... We have a film to watch today. We do. Yes. Are we excited about it? Uh, um, uh, it? It is very much one of those films where I am really wondering how it ended up on the shelf. Um, uh, for cheap. For cheap. That, that is true. It was for cheap, and uh, that's why it's there. And we have no choice but to take it on and, and, and decide whether it's worthy to um, continue remaining on the shelf uh, or is it a interloper and shouldn't be there. What is the film we're going to be watching today? Transcendence. Transcendence with Johnny Depp and... Is it Morgan Freeman? Paul Bettany, Rebecca Hall and the only one with his name on the front cover, Johnny Depp. Right, it is a Johnny Depp movie. He, he carries it. Apparently, or drops it. We shall find out. Um, Thomas, would you be so kind as to unwrap, because it is well and truly sealed. I have not had a even a glance at this film. So it is sealed up. It is still under wraps. It is faithful to the premise of this podcast. But now it's not. Ow! You threw it at me again. And it just sort of hung in the oh, air. I've got cellophane cut. Ow. Thomas, would you please... Uh, I've done this all out of order yeah. as well. Uh, but I did it deliberately so that you would have one less layer to have to try and read through. I think I would have been fine. Okay. Yeah, this, at least this give is... me some credit for giving you the... This is definitely not one of the worst reading experiences that we've had on this show. It's it's nice black text on a white background. Yeah, it's the text itself that I'm a bit concerned about. Because I seem to recall last week that it sounded a little on the nose, really. I guess we'll find out. I could be wrong. Let's hear the reading again, Thomas, would you please? 
Dr. Will Caster is the foremost researcher in the field of artificial intelligence, working to create a sentient machine that combines the collective intelligence of everything ever known within the full range of human emotions. His highly controversial experiments have made him famous, but they have also made him the prime target of anti-technology extremists who will do whatever it takes to stop him. However, in their attempt to destroy Will, they inadvertently become the catalyst for him to succeed, to be a participant in his own transcendence. For his wife Evelyn and best friend Max Waters, both fellow researchers, the question is not if they can, but if they should. Their worst fears are realised as Will's thirst for knowledge evolves into a seemingly omnipresent quest for power, to what end is unknown. The only thing that is becoming terrifyingly clear is there may be no way to stop him. Just flick the off switch, don't you? Depends. I, I guess we'll find out whether he has an off switch. Hmm. All right, so that's what we're watching today. Transcendence. Thomas, would you open the case? Let the disc out of the case. Oh, hey, it's an expired ultraviolet coat. Wow, we could have had this on ultraviolet if ultraviolet still existed. Mm. Um, <laughs> would you take the disc out of the case? Uh, no, not not just yet, but... It's, He's so disobedient. It's, it's, it's a nice one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. That's, that's good. Um, he's watching the disc as we speak. Um, the disc itself, not it playing mm. in the player. Because he hasn't got that far. He's ignoring his father. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going to pop it into the machine in just a moment. We're going to watch it, decide whether it stays on the shelf, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel. So what did you think? It was alright. It was, it was it was passable. Well, I thought it was a mess. <laughs> it, actually, it's funny. Um, I felt it was slow and rambling, and yet more suited for a mini series mm. with lesser known actors. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes any sense whatsoever, I don't know whether it does, but. It really felt like miniseries type story, um, and yet it wasn't enough to fill a movie. So a complete mm. contradiction, really. 
but uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Meh. Mm. Meh, I thought. And, and, and very inconsistent and silly. And I, I do have a, a big logical problem with with the film. <laughs> that what, only one. No, the, the, this this is a really big logical problem with the film. Right. And and I do need to go into spoiler territory. Okay, so this is a spoiler break. So if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. Okay, so let's let's talk about the end of power in film. As in the physical end of power, mm, when yes, the, the power, physical end when the of lights power go out, in film, right? Yes. In film, and <laughs> oh, this is a problem with a lot of films. <laughs> where if the power goes out in the house, it goes out one light bulb at a time. And not so much that, but the idea of of the end of power globally. Right. That that you can just take everything out all at once, when in fact here here in Tasmania we have hydroelectric power, and that's. That's not just going to end because of the virus. Water still flows. Yeah, but it, it's all the computer-controlled um, switches and that 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 shut off. And okay, so <laughs> we we fix those. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree, and that's certainly a problem that I had with. Uh, one of the many problems that I had with the film, it just, it was dumb in so many different places. And, and trying way too hard to be smarter than it actually mm. was, too. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. And very much reeked of 1980s um, tech fear. Mm. Um, trying to to reproduce that in the the internet age but it, it it's missed that opportunity it's a good 15 years too late to to make that i don't know it just yeah yeah i thought it was naff fair enough i i thought it was maybe a step above naff but right. no further yeah yeah, I certainly have no desire to sit through its ponderousness um, again. Um, they're performing major brain surgery, basically, mm. in this dirty, run-down building um, that anybody could walk into. I mean, the, the, they didn't even clean up the place before, uh, you know, sticking probes into someone's head. That just <laughs> A couple of pre-smashed windows. Yeah, it's just... Um, absolutely, yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, so, not staying on the shelf. Nah. I don't have anything else to, to really say about it. it. It probably did not rate well. Um, no. 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 And, and probably, probably a box office failure. Right, only probably. The, the, the budget was at least $100 million and it only made $103 million. Right, uh, and then you've got the every th- every other mm. expense on top of that, and um, d- distribution and advertising and what have you. Um, yeah, 
Johnny Depp didn't carry it at all and Morgan Freeman was wasted. Uh, yeah. Average. Average. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's move on. What's up to shelf battle right now? We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now. Or at least some of them. We've got to wet that out. What's up to shelf battle royale? We're upping the ante here. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a rapid fire and go through uh, how many have you worked I, it out? I've, I've done the maths, mm-hmm. and at the moment, yes, tonight, yes. we are doing six. We're doing six. Okay, so... The number will go all over the place for, for the rest of the season, but at the moment, yep. we're looking at six. Okay, so to clarify what's going on, this is... Battle Royale. We're going to clear the shelves of all of the what's on the shelf uh, suggestions. I think we're going to plan to get rid of them all. By the time we are out of films for Still Under Wraps, we should be exactly out of what's on the shelf suggestions. So so we're just going to rapid fire through these. Okay, if Thomas can can keep up, I, I possibly should have grabbed the randomizing random randomometer. Powered by random.org. I I do have yes. the part of the randomizing random randomometer powered by random.org that will select all six at once. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so Thomas, would you roll the randomizing random randomometer? Powered by random.org. Okay, so from the 107, yes, we are looking at numbers 3, mm-hmm. 5, 38, 49, 67, and 89. That was very nice of it to put it into uh, uh, ascending. Ascending? Yes. Yes. Yes, ascending order. So, okay, so number 3. Uh, Lee suggests silent running. Lee suggests silent running, a very, very low-hanging fruit. I cannot... Of all of the nonsense that he spewed forth uh, against certain parties suggesting low-hanging fruit, and uh, he suggests silent running, knowing full well that I'm a fan of the film. I, I If this was uh, having... Um, decimal point multipliers, um, yes. <laughs> I, I, I have apparently seen it, but I remember nothing of it. Uh, I, I suspect it was a long, long it time It was a ago. long, long time ago. Um, yes, you have seen it. I have seen it. It's on the shelf, but, but not on Blu-ray. But not on Blu-ray. So uh, that was a very, very cheap shot, Lee, but way back in the early beginnings of things Uh, so we will forgive you for that one and give you the three points number five on the list yes uh jeff suggests attica attica which scores zero points absolutely zero points not seen by either of us not on the shelf uh and definitely not on blu-ray next one number 38 m suggests i am hairspray hairspray the musical, mm. which I have not seen. And I've not seen. And it's not on the shelf. It's not, no. M, zero points for Hairspray. Number 49. Isn't this fun? It's 
a lot of fun, yes. <laughs> Sorry, number... F- number 49. Number 49. Dan... Hi, Dan. ...suggests Local Hero. I've not seen Local Hero. I have seen a Local Hero, and it is on the shelf, and I'm going to give that a multiplier. Yeah. Uh, it is on the shelf, but it is not on Blu-ray. It is on DVD. I don't know whether you can pick it up on Blu-ray. Um, it's a wonderful little film, and Dan, I am impressed uh, with that suggestion, and I'm giving you a multiplier of two. Okay. Four points. Four points. Number 67. Also Dan. Hi, Dan. Again. Suggests Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred, the um, Rick Mail film. Um that was meant to get him into movies, but didn't. I cannot claim to... Did, what did I mark? You marked it as having seen. Yes, and I have very, very little recollection of having seen it, other than I know that I have, yes, sat through at least most of it. So that's one point from me. But no further points. No further points. And um, a multiplier of nah, none. That's certainly not as obscure as uh, Local Hero, which I'm still very impressed with. So well done, Dan, for that one point. And finally, on this episode, uh, number 89, Lee suggests... Hi, Lee. Again. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective Junior. I didn't even know there was a junior bit in the name. Well, it's it's here in the the database. So okay, it is in the database as junior, is it? Uh, in right. what we have here. Okay, okay. Um, Detective Junior. Yep. That's the yep, Jim Carrey. There is a junior. Uh, I know that there's. If, if it's is it the Jim Carrey one or is it? No. Okay. No, it. It seems to be one released later. It's the third in the series. It's the third in the series. And oh it's well, a television sequel. So oh, I'm you, have you've to, marked it as I'm having have to, seen it. Of, of what? Sorry. You've marked Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Junior as something you've seen. Have I? Yes, you have. I must have. But you, no, I have you not must seen have skimmed it. No, I have not seen any of them. Right. So, so, um, yeah, absolutely not seen any of them. And and spoiler alert, I am not a Jim Carrey fan. So, suggesting Jim Carrey, you will get some hits as far as seen, mm. um, but I don't like your chances of. I did like him in one particular film. Yes, and I know which one that is. Mm. Um, and I also liked him in another particular film. And that may be on the shelf. <laughs> However, no pet detectives. No. Uh, the, the very idea... I cannot believe that that was marked as yes. Uh, the, the, the whole concept of the whole pet detective just did not... Uh, appeal to me at all so a whopping zero points for lee for any of the pet detectives including junior so that was that was a rapid fire thomas that was that was wild i don't know how 
uh, rapidly you can keep track of all that, but I will leave that to you. Mm. Um, by the time that you have listened to this, the uh, leaderboard will have been updated. Mm. But uh, I will not well. put Thomas into the spot of having uh, to work out. I have the auto and tabulator. I'll just be copying it over when I'm at my computer because I can't paste values from here. Right. Okay. So wasn't that fun? I'm, I'm curious to know where the uh, lead... So this is going to be an ongoing thing uh, until mm. we finish the series. We will give you an update as to where the um, leaderboard stands at the beginning of this segment next week so mm-hmm. that you can you can do the calculations in your head and know where you are okay or just look at the website or just look at the website <laughs> how's that for upping the ante i thought that was fun yeah yeah that's good <laughs> um so um and i can hear cursings and and cheers and uh, all sorts of things mm very interesting. Okay, well, we may as well just move on. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. I think we got through that, the Battle Royale, quicker than we got through the the single one of a normal episode. Who's to say? <laughs> it is not me. Uh, right, let's let's take transcendence off the stone oh, list. So, Thomas, would you be so kind as to give your iPad a little bit of a twitch? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so there uh-huh. is there are some long films still still on the list. Yes. And this this is one of those long films. A long film. In fact, as far as I'm aware, this might be the longest, according to the database. Okay. I'm just bringing up the the back of the... Yes, yep, it's definitely as as long as it says it is. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's a long film. I cannot... What year was it made? Uh, It was made in 2014. Wow. Okay. Or maybe a bit shorter. I, I don't know. What what are numbers? What oh, are, look, you know. Yeah. It's it's one of the longest films on here and always has been one of the longest <laughs> films on here. And will continue to be unless we actually watch it. Mm. Um, so what is it? It's the 2014 film Boyhood. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, interesting that you mentioned it is a long film. Um, I do confess that I did start watching this, and this is one of the films that has fallen into the category of I haven't watched enough of it to say that I have watched it, all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yes, it has stayed on the shelf. I, I didn't stop watching it thinking, no, I can't keep watching this, i yeah, uh, I'm still keen to to actually watch it from beginning to end. And there are reasons why it is so long. Are you aware of the film? I, I Up until now, I have only been aware of it in that it has been on the list and has been 
under the long film section. Okay. All right. Um, Thomas, would you be so kind as to read the blurb on the back of the disc? Okay. I'm I'm actually going to read it out of order. Yes. I'm I'm going to yep. read the, the the plot bit first. Yep, okay. Mm. Okay. Ethan Hawke and Patricia Arquette lead the cast as the parents of Mason, played by Ella Coltrane, who literally grows up on screen before our eyes, exploring the rocky terrain of childhood like no other film has before and set to a chart-topping soundtrack, including Coldplay's Yellow and Arcade Fire's Deep Blue, Boyhood is both a nostalgic time capsule of the recent past and an ode to growing up and parenting. Filmed over 12 years using the same cast, Boyhood is a groundbreaking story of growing up and a unique film experiment. Intriguing, huh? Yeah. 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 So, Boyhood, indeed, over 12 years. So, yeah, a mammoth project and uh, I think possibly justified as far as my understanding is that the the plot sort of grew as the um, the boy grew well when you have so, 12 years you have time to tweak yeah yeah but also risky um, mm. because how do you know whether this kid is going to grow up to be able to act you know his, his acting chops are, uh, are really on the line there mm. I guess um, yeah so, um, we may watch it a little earlier, like mm. during the day, because the kids go back to school next week, and uh, I think we might, uh, mm. yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, if you are wanting to have any suggestions uh, included for next week's, mm. we suggest that you get them in quickly. The, the, the film is about two hours 40. Right. Okay, fair enough. So it's still shorter than um, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, or, or Return of the King, I think, is the longest of the three, possibly. Who is to say? You're going to leave me hanging there. Oh, Thomas is to say. He's, he's looking it up. <laughs> Assuming that it's even on, say, the Wikipedia page for the trilogy. It, it might not be. Oh, there we go. Uh, no, those are the soundtracks. That's not helpful. Not very helpful, no. The longest soundtrack is The Two Towers. Right. By about 40 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. Uh, theatrical edition, it's Return of the King at 3 hours and 21 minutes. I'll still... Okay. Extended edition, still the longest at 4 hours and 12 minutes. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, a short movie compared to that. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. Do you have anything else you wish to add before we wrap up this crazy old show that... Uh has thrown a cat amongst the pigeons. Well... A, a deranged cat amongst the pigeons. If you add up all the extended editions, it's 11 hours and 26 minutes. And well worth an evening night in and uh, watching all of them back to back. 
with lots of popcorn and minimal lots, lots and lots of popcorn and 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 toilet breaks yes um we thank you yet Take again breaks for breaks at the DVD breaks <laughs> Um, yes, because the the DVD at least is uh, each each film is split in half and has mm. a yes a stopping point. Um, speaking of stopping points, we're about to. Uh, we thank you for joining us uh, this week and hope that you can uh, join us next week when we watch Boyhood. Uh, and until then, bye for now. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. Wonderful, marvelous. Mm, okay. Are we all set? Are we all set? Are we all set? Okay. <laughs> I, th- I think the levels are good. Mm, yes, yes, here. Are, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Yep. Hello and welcome to Dear Hank and John. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> or as I prefer to call it, Dear John and Hank. I still haven't listened to any of <laughs> And there's, there's so many podcasts. In news from AFC Wimbledon. Um, and news from Mars. Uh, no, we're not going to go that route. Okay. <laughs> there's just so many podcasts. There are. What let's, are, what are we doing muddying the waters and mm. polluting the the purity of the podcast stream? I, I don't know. Oh, I thought I'd turn that off. I guess you hadn't. Okay. Okay, Google, turn off the air conditioner. Alright, turning off the air conditioning. It worked. First time. Wow. No, I've had it happen once before. I have. Honest, I have. Oh, you mean first time, first time. Okay, got you. Yes, the the podcasting world really didn't need two more (laughs) white guys doing a podcast. But here we are. Oh, dear. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is my fellow... Dear.